Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. All right, so welcome to this episode of Box Talk. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself, my special guest? Sure. My name is uh, Reagan Dooley. I'm the owner, uh, co-owner of Octane CrossFit in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, we can't forget about the other guy that helps you out every now and then, right? <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Well, awesome, Reagan. Why don't we start off? Let's just let's just talk about your story. You know, how did you come to find CrossFit? How did you come to become a co-owner of Octane? Sure. In 2009, I moved to Boulder, Colorado, from Chicago, and uh, I was a triathlete, marathon runner at the time, and I moved there for work. But uh, I just decided to switch up my fitness routine. Uh, running marathons, doing triathlons takes a lot of time. So I decided to do CrossFit. So I joined a CrossFit gym in Boulder. Um, it was called, it's not CrossFit Roots, which is uh, notorious for, you know, being in Boulder. And then my friend owns Boulder CrossFit. But it was a gym where I met my friend who now owns Boulder CrossFit. And I fell in love with it. Uh, immediately, I loved the uh, camaraderie of the community. I loved the workouts. I loved how my body changed uh, in physique-wise, how I felt. Um, so I just continued to do it um, throughout the years. Uh, I was in the healthcare field before I opened up a gym. Uh, I was a nuclear medicine technologist, so I did a lot of cardiac studies, a lot of uh, cancer studies, uh, just saw a lot of people that were not taking care of themselves very well. And, you know, after reading a lot about CrossFit, uh, especially with, you know, the, you know, fitness in a hundred words, how it led off with diet and nutrition, um, I kind of dove deeper into what is this all about, you know. So I went and got my level one uh, in 2012. Continued to work in the health field, dabbled with the paleo diet. Um, in the health field, with the procedures I was doing for cancer studies was called a PET CT scan. And we looked at the way that cancer metabolizes sugar. Uh, to kind of detect where it is in the body. So utilizing the paleo diet um, and now realizing uh, a little bit more about like intermittent fasting and um, and stuff was really how I started to uh, want to open up a gym uh, because in the healthcare field, I was unable to kind of like change people's lives. I was just taking care of sick people, people that were already ill and, uh, you know, now opening up a gym with my brother-in-law, we're able to uh, preach, you know, kind of what health and fitness really look like uh, because the healthcare field, when you go to the hospital, it's not a place of health. So I was inspired to open up the gym by um, seeing sick people and wanting to help people on the front end rather than seeing them not taking care of themselves for years. So that's kind of why we opened up Octane CrossFit. Oh. Wow, Reagan, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's really fascinating. That's so. Yeah. Um, do you know Matt Scanlon from the Hill CrossFit Memorial Hill? Uh, I've yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. And, uh, I think he works a lot with Three Two One Go. Yes. Um, with Clay Weldon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but so. he he has a similar story where he was deep into healthcare and was like, oh. this is not helping anybody what I'm doing, and so he wanted to also take a step 
out at the front of the line and be like, what can I do to prevent this from happening from people getting to mm -hmm. this point? So it's just cool to hear you talk about that story and to hear that there's more than one person that are impacted by what they saw and what they're doing. So, right, um, right. yeah, that's crazy. So had you ever even imagined that you would be a business owner or own a small business? Never. Uh, I didn't know it was really ever going to be a possibility. Uh, I didn't even know it was, if it was something that I was capable of, um, you know, so, and I went to school, I got a degree in healthcare and I was like, well, I mean, this is my life now, you know? So, um, yeah, to answer mm. that question, not in a million yeah. years. <laughs> so what did it take then to tr transition your, your mindset from being in a field, healthcare field, doing a job to transitioning over to a business and, and running a business, you know, with, with your brother-in-law, like how, how did that mindset transition happen? Um, I think it really stemmed from, uh, you know, and being in the healthcare field and taking care of some of those uh, people that had never taken care of themselves, but also dealing with a lot of the, um, I guess maybe political issues that happen with inside of a hospital. Uh, with management, having to go to meetings, having to, uh, you know, abide by other people's decisions and rules um, and feeling almost, you know, powerless, I guess, in that, that situation um, to now having the freedom to create and be, uh, you know, free on to create my own schedules, to create my own programs, to create uh, my own relationships, you know, um, that, that's really why, uh, I made the jump and, um, my brother-in-law helped facilitate it. He was already down here in Phoenix and, uh, you know, we both kind of were like, Hey, let's open up a gym. And, um, you know, this is the place that we decided to do it. Hmm. So, so had he started CrossFit in Phoenix then? Actually, he started it in uh, Colorado. I got him a little bit more into oh, it. Um, okay. so, He's in real estate and investing, and okay. uh, he was in Colorado when we lived there for about three weeks to a month living with us while he was getting a real estate license up there. So um, we would work out frequently uh, at the gym that I belong to. And so oh. he just kind of fell in love with it, and hmm. we've done it ever since. So Well done. You got him hooked within three weeks. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Interesting. So, so what year uh, did you all open? 2015. 2015. So what, let's walk through your business since then. Um, what has happened since 2015? How have you guys grown? Um, where were you and then where are you now? Yeah. Um, so 2015, we started planning basically in 2014. Um, for, I moved here in October. We didn't actually sign a lease until March. We were searching for space coming up with the budget, you know, and all the, all the business details that you do, um, what equipment do we need and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so then we find a space, um, create an LOI, you know, search for insurance and architecture and come up with like a building plan, how to make this, you know, ADA compliant and everything. Um, so we get this space, it's a pretty decent sized space. It's 5,000 square feet. And, um, it's, uh, more of like a retail space. It's not in a, it's used to be a Midas car shop. Um, so it's, it looks industrial, but it's a commercial space. So we signed the lease 
and uh, then we have to go through build out. Um, we had to put in bathrooms that were handicap accessible. We had to put in a fire suppression system. Um, you know, the whole thing, pass inspections for electrical and plumbing and all that kind of stuff, right? Stuff that I had no idea of what was going on. Um, You're just like, okay, yep, yeah. sounds like we need that. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we had worked a little bit with 321Go Project, and this was back in 2015, Clay Weldon and then um, Chris Cooper, who's now a two-brain business, uh, were helping us out a little bit um, on, hey, this is the, the steps you guys need to take and giving us some homework and some ideas on how to create business from nothing. Uh, and I, I highly recommend um, anybody that's considering opening up a, a fitness uh, gym or specifically a CrossFit gym is to reach out to as many people as you can that have already done it because it, you're not reinventing the wheel. We've all been through it now, and it's scary. You open up the doors and you've got zero clients and you immediately have bills to pay. Um, so we did a promotion where it was like a founder's club. You know, if you sign up, you get a special rate, you know, for a certain amount of months and um, or a lifetime rate. You'll get a T-shirt, you'll get a jump rope or, you know, something to draw attention in. Um, and then even just putting flyers out or whatever, you know. Um, now it could be a little bit different if you have like a web page or even Instagram page that's opened up and you can promote it beforehand. But yeah, I coached every class, you know, in the beginning, all the early morning classes I would show up just in case anybody showed up and there'd be times where 5am nobody's at the door and you just get an hour of sleep and then 6am maybe one person shows up or whatever, right? And so then you just set these little milestones like 30 clients, 30 members, you know, then 50, 75, you know, now we're at about 160, uh, three years in. Um, we've added a lot of equipment. We've added a lot of uh, artwork to our gym and new programs and stuff as we grew. We've added coaching staff, you know. Um, so we've come a long ways in three years, um, and it's been pretty good so far. So, Was it ever discouraging at points, like especially when you got there at 5 a.m. and no one was there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, there were ups and downs all the time going through it. You know, you'll you'll end up thinking, hey, I've got a great membership base that started and then it starts to build a little bit. And then for some reason, nine people leave or whatever. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's you know, we were planning on having that income. And then, you know, they might move away. They might try a different gym. They might not like your coaches. I don't know. Um, and so they go to a different gym and uh, it's stressful, you know, because every single member is valuable at that point. Um, so there were times where like one month you lose that many members and you're like, you know what, what are we doing this for? You know, reevaluate, maybe, you know, think about, is it really worth it? And all that kind of stuff. And, um, we stick it, stuck it out and, uh, it's been, it's been successful. So it sounds yeah. like it. I mean, you guys have an awesome space. Like I haven't, I haven't seen it, but from what I've been told, it's awesome. So, um, and like you said, the yeah. artwork, it sounds like you guys have really kind of branded it and made it your own. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got, you know, um, some artwork inside the gym. Um, we've gotten to the point where we uh, have an in-house marketing team. Um, so, you know, getting into the, you know, how do you afford your space and stuff like that, we can, 
you know, talk a little bit more about that and creative ways about that, um, you know, to decrease your lease costs and stuff. But yeah, so I mean, it's, it's been very valuable to like create a brand that other people from, I mean, now we're across the country, other people have heard of Octane CrossFit, you know, mm-hmm. so even the world, people have heard of it now. So. <laughs> and you're like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's awesome. So, so. you already probably piqued people's interest because you, they heard decrease lease and they're like, what? How do you do that? Uh, <laughs> I, I could yeah. see, I could probably see everybody hitting pause button and be like, did he just say that? So why don't we go ahead and dive into that, Reagan? You know, how have you guys gone about, I don't kind of in a way, making it more affordable? You've, you've, you've been a little creative in that way. Yeah. Um, one way that we do that is we allow people to personal train within our gym. Uh, so not just our coaching staff, but you outside personal trainers can utilize our gym, uh, bring clients in and utilize our equipment at any time uh, usually the off hours are better uh, when we're not having uh, instructed classes but they have to pay us a fee we uh, negotiate that from time to time it could be hey you just have to pay us a base uh, per client per month or it might be a percentage of whatever they charge you know so they get to set their own rate they just have to pay us 30 20 percent or something like that um, of whoever they're training um, then from there, uh, like I said, we have a we have a marketing team um, that leases a space out upstairs. Um, we have a little office, and uh, we were using it for storage, and we decided to fix it up a little bit. Um, at first, we had a physical therapist in there, uh, and uh, he was kind of seeing his clients and bringing some clients in and using our space as um, you know to treat his patients. Um, mostly, it was. Crossfitters um, that were competitive and maybe had a nagging injuries, um, but he moved out. We decided that uh, uh, we needed to lease the space out to somebody. So what we did is uh, we leased it out to um, a guy named William Banks, um, and uh, he does a lot of uh, social media marketing markets for um, Savage Barbell. I'm sure you've heard of Savage. So he does all their marketing and does their athlete management and stuff. He does an awesome job. Um, so if any gyms want to hit him up, please do, uh, cause he's got it down. Um, but he, so he leases the space upstairs and what we do is we, we do a trade, um, for the space that he leases, uh, and the services he provides. We do a little bit of a trade and then we end up having to pay him a little bit for marketing, but there's a lot of weird marketing, um, <laughs> employees out there uh, for for gyms um, and we've gone through quite a few of them we had a marketing team that ran a lot of social media stuff mostly Facebook which I don't think works worth anything right now uh, Facebook seems to be like a in my opinion a dying uh, method to market for gyms Instagram everybody is on Instagram and I think that works really well um, so you know, in the beginning, we had a marketing team that, that we were, all the numbers looked good, but nobody was actually walking into our door. Oh. And so we, you know, fired them. And then we tried dabbling with Yelp, which was another unsuccessful uh, marketing um, idea. And then this this guy, uh, Billy, he moved in and uh, he's 
done it for other gyms and it works uh, for us, you know. So mm-hmm. we we do a lot of stuff, paid promotion on uh, on Instagram, whether it's videos. Um, what's been really successful is we took a template for um, our Yelp reviews uh, that people will go on or Google reviews or Facebook reviews and we actually just take them and put them into this template and then it's just a picture and uh, you know like the caption might say like if you don't believe us look at what other people are thinking come in and try for a week for free and see for yourself you know is that like the Uh, ad that's running uh, it'll be yeah it'll be like a you know, a $50 promotion for okay. a certain amount of time, like maybe a month okay. or something like that. And uh, wow, it gets awesome. it just in front of more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like people's, it's really their reviews, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, we ask our members to go review for us and we might, you know, Hey, give it, give us a review, show us that you did it. And, uh, we'll give you a fit aid or a kill clip or, yeah. you know, some fuel for fire or something like that, just for inspiring them to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And, you know, our website has a form that they fill out so we can capture their information. They can ask okay. questions on that, sign up for a free week, and then, mm-hmm. you know, we reach out to them immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that's important to get back to people that fill out or mm-hmm. call with questions as soon as possible, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, because if you wait, 24, 48 hours, they're probably going to hit up another gym if they're really interested. I mean, I know I have when I've dropped in at places. If I don't hear back from somebody within 24 hours, I will email another gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy? You don't, And you might never hear back from that gym that you hit Ever. up first at all. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. This is so bad. If you're listening to this. Check your emails. Get back to people. <laughs> Seriously. Like, you're missing out on business. Like, that yep. is so important, and it, mm-hmm. that's something that has been important from the get-go, like since email was invented, like just respond. But um, it is interesting. So with marketing, because I know some affiliates have a mentality of like, oh, I don't need a, I don't need to pay for marketing. I don't really do marketing. But I feel like that's because it's gone from where it was like word of mouth to like I feel like we're trying to tap into a new group of people that needs to be marketed to if that makes sense like before it was like oh yep. I'm gonna get my buddy bring them in they're gonna love it but now it's like no we need to let maybe the people who are a little less like gung-ho about uh fitness um to come on in so yeah. what, what's kind of your take on marketing maybe the evolution of it like its importance back when you started versus its importance now um well it's interesting because CrossFit a lot of us know has had a negative stigma uh, that was kind of put onto it. And that's, I mean, there's been a lot that's, uh, that's kind of built up on top of that, you know, with, uh, you know, other organizations, you know, making false claims and all that kind of stuff. Um, the other idea of CrossFit is it's just this freak athletes that people need to be in shape for, right. And to start and, um, and we, that's never been our focus. You know, we never had intentions of, of uh, sending people to the games or qualifiers or regionals um, or anything like that. We've always been, let's get people to, to be the healthiest version of themselves and um, maybe off their medication. Um, so I think you have to, for marketing purposes, you have to define, like, what's your demographic? Our demographic is the people that really just need to be healthier. Um, people that want a sense of community. And so when we have that and we define it, we start taking videos and pictures and 
um, showing the the normal people in these classes that are working together and high fiving each other, telling their story. Hey, my you know uh, blood pressure has gone down, my heart rate's lowered, my cholesterol's better, all this kind of stuff, and that's what you put out there to people because. Um, I'm sure you remember us talking in Madison, but uh, Octane CrossFit made the statement that we cure type 2 diabetes. And CrossFit really picked up on it, and you, it happened you to You put it on your right sign, line. right? Yeah, it's, it's still up there. I don't think I'll ever take it down. <laughs> I um, love it. Part of that is, <laughs> yeah, um, part of that is because, you know, over 50% of our population in the United States is at risk, if not already has type 2 diabetes. Um, and it can be reversed with diet and exercise and that's been proved scientifically whether you call it a cure or not. So, um, you know, it's been in line with what CrossFit's doing and I think some of that negative stigma is starting to come off of the brand CrossFit uh, because we're seeing a lot more people that are just average people that are doing CrossFit, not freakishly strong athletes and stuff that the people that you see at the games, they're different. They're a different breed, you know? And so, um, when you're marketing, that's who we market to. That's who we're trying to bring into this gym to try to make a healthier society. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. been our focus. Yeah. No, that, I think that's a focus that most gyms need to have because that's, that's who's out there the most are those kind of people who just need fitness, who just need to be healthier. So, um, and I know we had talked when we first met about the sign and, you know, your claim that we cure type 2 diabetes and you got a lot of uh, feedback. Should we call it feedback or criticism or I don't know, a lot of stuff happened with that. Yeah, um, actually, it, there was some criticism. We had a, a couple people because we posted it on our um, Instagram page. And uh, there were some people that were, uh, you know, spotting up, uh, I guess, legal, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, um, legality legal. issues. Yeah, of, legal jargon. You can't make false, false medical claims mm. and stuff. And um, mm. uh, that's when it really kind of take off, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, we actually had uh, Coach Glassman uh, comment on our page and um, the People like Russell Berger, when he was with CrossFit, um, he would comment. He commented a couple times, and then, you know, CrossFit backed us 100% um, on the, uh, the statement that we made, and the response was more positive than anything. You know, like, hey, we love that. You know, we believe it to be true. A lot of people that were in CrossFit started to drop in from out of state, country, wherever, and they just would take a picture of the sign and post it on there. <laughs> social media so um so yeah we marketed that we played off that we sold a bunch of t-shirts online and stuff so uh it's helped us out you know um yeah but it's brought in a lot of people and they're, and they're like well we heard this is the place to go because we talked about nutrition first off you know we, hey what do you eat when you come into our gym and then we talk about the fitness part after that you mm. know um that's so good and been, that's awesome yeah, so we've been really successful with our approach, and all of our coaches are in line with that. Their their focus is to, you know, do the same thing. That, the same reason why we opened up the gym is they just want to make people healthier, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, it's been helpful. Yeah, so. no, for sure. So, do you all have an in-house nutrition program, or do you bring someone else in and do that? So. 
we run little challenges. Okay. Um, I don't, um, I don't run a nutrition program or anything where I monitor somebody's nutrition. I really just advise people what to do if they want some nutrition counseling or something like that, then I'll help out with it. Um, I love the way, you know, Ben Bergeron comes, um, talks about nutrition where it's just eat real foods, not too much and mostly plant-based because it's really that simple, you know? And, um, yeah. So this month, I think, uh, January, our coaches are running a no sugar and, uh, no booze, uh, month for for January because you know after the holidays people are probably just they have like sugar hangovers <laughs> exactly so so um, we run these short little challenges for the members and um, new people come in and they see it. we write it on the whiteboard who's committed to it and um, we make emails or posts about it um, like who's you know um, doing it uh, and why or whatnot and uh, other people just jump on board they want to be part of the part of it so mm -hmm. um, we do that but I really when when people come in and they're like hey I, I have type 2 diabetes you know and uh, I want to be off my medication then I'll sit down and talk to them more about it okay um, talk to them about you know insulin response and what happens when the with types of foods that they eat and why mm -hmm. and um, and you know like what is a hemoglobin a1c and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff um, uh, the stuff that their their doctors kind of talk to them about, but they don't know how to correct it. You know, so you uh, go to a doctor, and they're you know you go to a doctor, and if you if you're like hey you're borderline type two diabetic or you are you you are type two diabetes, um, you here's a medication to take you or you pre diabetic, and you're like hey you should really exercise and eat better, but that's just the extent that it goes to. Mm. So. So some people seek out more advice, and that's what we kind of give them. Okay. So. Kind of breaking it down a little bit more, making it more maybe realistic of how they can attain it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if somebody's, let's say somebody's eating McDonald's every single day, right, and the doctor tells them, hey, you should eat healthier, then they're, they might think, well, Subway's healthier. And they, so they'll start eating Subway every day, you know. Um, so things yeah. like that. And then, okay. so we just define, you know, what real food actually is and yeah. Yeah. what happens when they eat it. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's so good. I, cause I think, I think we forget that basic knowledge is missing in most people's edu you know, education of nutrition, education of fitness. Like it's like these holes that mm -hmm. have just been jumped over <laughs> to kind of go back and fill in and be like, Hey, you don't know this, this is wrong. This is missing. So yeah, nutrition mm -hmm. is one of those pieces. So awesome. Cool. And then I know yeah. Reagan, we had, we had talked about two prior. Um, another thing that you guys have all are doing is 24 hour access. And we were just talking about that with the holidays, how it was nice, you know, you guys would be home with your family and, People could still come in and not be mad because they couldn't access the gym. But um, I'm kind of curious, you know, what were your thoughts behind adding 24 hour 24 hour access, uh, and how have you seen it be really beneficial? Yeah. Um, well, I figured there were. So this was before um, CrossFit decided to change the path to the games, and um, so there were two two things. One was I think that there are people out there that have home gyms that you know um, might want to work out in a CrossFit gym instead of their home gym because they are limited on the equipment or even space 
um, that they have in their home. Uh, so the idea was uh, there might be level one trainers all over the place. There might be people that are familiar with CrossFit powerlifting, Olympic lifting, or whatever that want full access to every piece of equipment that you really could think of. Um, the other idea was uh, that um, it might be a way to get competitive athletes into our gym uh, to make it to the games or that choose to want to like make it to regionals or whatever. Um, and then the third aspect was I don't want to be a slave to my gym, right? Uh, I want to be able to uh, spend Christmas with my family or spend uh, the 4th of July with my family if, and close the gym down if I want to. Um, so those were the three things we were thinking about. Ultimately, it was a way to make passive revenue as well. Um, so I don't have to be here. I don't have to uh, coach athletes. They can come in, turn the lights on, turn the music on, use the gym, which is happening right now. I don't know if you can hear a little bit, mm -hmm. but in the background, it's happening right now. We have two, two members that are here um, that are doing their 24-hour access. Um, so I looked around like, hey, what's the best way to do this? And I started to price out doors that allowed you to have these key fobs or like a punch-in code. Um, or the key card access and um, some of them were just ridiculous. So it was like, yes, you can do this. You can buy this program. You have to buy a computer that runs only this program, never updates so that it doesn't screw up the door, right? And then key fobs are $5 each. If somebody loses them, then they have to purchase another one. It was upfront cost. So I found uh, Hybrid AF, which is Hybrid Affiliate Foundation. Um, Phil Tabor and Albert Steed are the guys that uh, run that uh, program and I think they're the owners um, created it and they figured the system out so uh, they have a door that you put in um, they have an app that runs the door um, so you walk up to the door you have to review the waiver and the rules you hold the uh, click the hold button down you door pops open and you walk in and then it shuts behind you and it locks um, so it's super streamlined, super easy, uh, and it works just fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, we've had no issues with it uh, as oh, far as awesome. people abusing it. Um, you know, we have the rules set up, you know, if they abuse it, then it's, you know, depending on the level of abuse, then it's either termination or fine or whatever. I mean, you can set up your rules however you want. Um, so it's been great. And uh, we charge $100 a month. Uh, for somebody to use the gym unlimited as many times as they want for the 24-hour access. Um, I also give it to people that are traveling and they drop in. Um, they, I usually do like a $10 uh, time that they come in um, instead of the $20 drop-in fee because I don't have to pay coaches for them yeah. to, to come in. Um, and then part of being on the hybrid affiliate uh, foundation, there are other gyms out there uh, in the United States that are on the same program. And the idea is that if my athletes are on it and they're traveling, uh, they can utilize this in the other states, uh, the other gyms. So they can walk up to the door, hold down, or I think it searches locations and then they review the gym's rules and waiver. And then they hold down the button and they can get in. They can, they probably should call the owner beforehand and just be like, Hey, I'm, in town you know so and we've had that happen uh, here where uh, people have traveled from the East Coast or wherever and 
they drop into our gym. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's such a cool idea. I know when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this this makes sense. And like you said, they kind of figured out what the process was and what worked and what didn't. So that's yeah. awesome. How long, how long have you guys had that implemented at Octane for? Um, we've since May. It was in yeah. May? May okay. of last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's We're awesome. coming up on almost a full year and we've, We've gotten people it increased our membership. Plus, it increased my wow. uh, rate per member. If they wanted the uh, 24-hour access, I gave it to uh, our existing members um, okay. as an option uh, for a $10 a month added on to their membership. Mm. Anybody that's new uh, is signing up for um, $25 extra a month. That's awesome. Uh, so it's just like a yeah. Little bonus, little perk. So, mm-hmm. oh, yep. that's awesome. That's really cool. Do you find like if they're a full time member and they come to classes that they'll they'll use it every now and then, but they still come to classes the most? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially on the weekends, you know, on uh, Saturdays or Sundays. Yeah. Um, even Friday nights, we close down a little bit early. Friday nights, we don't have like a later class, so okay. some people will come in and use it on Friday nights. Okay. Um, or they stay after class and maybe do a little bit of strength training or something yeah. like that, okay. and then they're able just to close up or lock up shop. Mm-hmm. So, Dang. yeah. And then, if it, you know, uh, another approach is you can use it as a selling point. Um, so if somebody's like, ah, oh, you know, because we face this all the time as a as gym owners, well, 150 is kind of expensive, you know, uh, or whatever your price point is. And then you say, hey, well, you know, we have this 24 hour option. Uh, I will throw that in for free. You know, it's, if it's going to close the deal, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm getting something out of this. And you're like, yeah, me too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh man, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool, mm-hmm. Reagan. Awesome. Man, you guys have come a long way since 2015. It's only been three years. Imagine where, yeah, you, imagine where you'd be in three more years. I know. <laughs> it's crazy to think about, but well, yeah. awesome. Well, I guess maybe one of my last questions for you, we've talked about so much just about your business and diving into all that, but you know, with these three years behind you and hopefully many more ahead, uh, what maybe advice would you give to other affiliates out there, whether they're just opening or they've been around a while and maybe there's something you've learned that you'd like to share with them? Um, so I think that one of the biggest things you can do is it's a lot of trial and error on how to get uh, people into the gym. Um, I also think that you should really appreciate the members that you have in your gym. Every single one of them is valuable. Uh, and give back to the community. So, um, you know, like two examples of that. Um, we, when every November we, uh, not only, you know, focus on our members, but we focus on the community around our gym. So we end up, uh, raising money to uh, provide like Thanksgiving meals for families within our community that are underprivileged. Um, and, uh, this year I think we helped support like 50 families. Um, and, uh, we asked our members to donate the money for that. Um, and I had to do a burpee with a weight vest for every dollar that was raised. Right. It sucked. Um, How many burpees did you but do? A little over 2000. Oh. So yeah, it was terrible. Um, 
but so then they got to see a direct impact into the communities that they live in, you know. Um, and then we threw a Christmas party for our members and, um, you know, we provided dinner at a bar and uh, drinks and stuff like that. So, I mean, the, the community is, is essential for your uh, growth and, and you to be open. And so I think it's important to show appreciation uh, to give back to them. And, um, you know, so don't forget about, like, you know, their, how the value that they are bringing to your life, you know, um, to get new members in, there's a lot of gimmicks out there. There's a lot, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, Hey, I found a way to create 50 new leads per month. Would you be interested? I get emails like that all the time, you know? And I think what it really boils down to is, um, right now, Instagram is working really well for our marketing, uh, efforts and, we're just doing trial and error, you know, our, for example, our, we were charging $50 for the first month, um, after a free week. So like you can use Groupon if you want, Groupon takes your money, uh, like 50%. Um, or you can just say, Hey, we're going to spend a little bit of money in, uh, in IG and market these, uh, you know, this month, $50, uh, for the first month. And then after that, it's, you know, uh, 150 bucks a month and um and so we play around with that um this year uh first of the year we switched it up to uh your first two months are 200 dollars, and that includes three personal training sessions so oh, okay so uh newer people are hard to integrate into class and yes. um so they're forced to go through these three personal training sessions to learn the basically on-ramp yeah so yeah, yeah. So I think for if you're, you know, if you're struggling, definitely just try to be creative and ways to market to your community that's around you, you know. Yeah. So, and utilize CrossFit if you're, you know, an affiliate out there and, you know, CrossFit is you're you're using the name CrossFit, then you should definitely utilize what they're doing uh, right now mm -hmm. for uh, marketing, you know. The website's just changed for CrossFit.com. There's a lot more scaling options for people that are living a sedentary lifestyle or even the elderly, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's going to be a huge thing. Uh, we're, you know, coming up on a time when baby baby boomers are going to be one of the biggest, uh, you know, populations in the uh, nation that are retiring. And uh, they need to get off the couch and off the carbs and into your gym, you know, so start marketing towards that yeah uh, don't try to market towards the 20 year olds and 30 year olds there's mm -hmm. a lot of middle-aged people out there that need some fitness mm. so mm. very very true Reagan. very true awesome well hey thank you so much for just talking with me today and chatting on the podcast uh just opening up your business opening up things you've learned sharing with us what's working, um, sharing with us things that maybe haven't worked, but seriously, Ryan, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So many, right. But thank you so much for just mm -hmm. taking the time to talk today, uh, for just yeah, being no on problem, the podcast. Brother. So yeah, definitely. And if anybody wants to hit me up, Octane CrossFit, uh, go ahead and look it up and, uh, I'd be happy to talk to anybody that's uh, listening to your podcast. Yeah, I know so. for sure. I'll go ahead and make sure I link, uh, Octane in, in the show notes guys. So you can see what they're all about. You got to check out their website, maybe find their Instagram, see what they're doing on there. Uh, but yeah, Reagan, thank you so much for being on the show today. All right. Thanks Heather. 
And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard, or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.